3: hello and welcome to the great indoors the podcast which reveals everything you ever needed to know about interiors and explains how to make it all really work for you in your home i'm sophie robinson and i'm kate watson smythe and we'd just like to say a huge thank you to john lewis and partners for sponsoring this podcast Now this episode is all about feasting and hosting and
2: John Lewis say that this year customers have been choosing to mix and match their china
3: rather than going for fully coordinated table ranges. Hooray, I've never been a fan of the matchy matchy. Oh you do surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) But in response they've moved away from you know those sort of traditional 12 piece box sets you could buy you know when everything's matchy-matchy, and are now selling sets of four, so you can mix it up and create your own bespoke look, which I must say I'm rather a fan of. So pass me a mince pie. (laughs) I'll have a pink plate, please. Now, today we have a fabulous festive feast of a show for you. No apologies now. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and this is our... Christmas special Complete with sick bugs and coughs and colds Yes
2: (laughs) Just get that out of the way first But it's also extra special Because today we are visiting the home Of a multi-talented cook Author and TV broadcaster whose international background not only informs her cooking style, but perhaps has also contributed to her incredible flair for design and her unique aesthetic sense. So today, listeners, we bring you good taste in all possible senses. Rachel Koo, thanks so much for inviting us
1: round. Thanks so much for having me. I am so excited. I have been a long-time fan. I listen while I'm pushing the buggy to nursery in Sweden, so it's like
3: weird. I'm on the show. Oh my goodness! (laughs) actually right there we should jump in and say that you're based in sweden yes i mean you're such an international lady of mystery
1: yeah well basically i live in stockholm but i have a london base because my business is in the uk my dad is from malaysia my mum is from austria i lived in paris for eight years i lived in germany now sweden is the fourth country i'm living in so i am working on my fourth language at the moment
2: wow how's that going
1: (laughs) you're okay i mean you're Oh, you understand wow. it. Okay. But
2: Very You good. can't always get the words, I'm guessing. Because oh I can say that in Italian.
1: <laughs>
2: Fabulous. Capisco, ma non
3: posso parlare.
2: That's the stark that sentence. No, I I'll
3: like, count myself out here. I've got no idea what either of you are saying.
2: <laughs> so, we're in this is a ground floor flat. Yes. And we're in effectively the front room. Yes.
3: Uh, which has got a bay window and it's, it's like a classic victorian terrace yeah. isn't it that yeah. real sort of classic london victorian terrace street and this is a ground floor flat yeah. as you say bay window back over to you <laughs> well
2: you've interrupted me now
3: i don't know where <laughs> i was going um well there's not much more to say it's, no. it's quite
1: empty it is quite and empty how, where, where's well, the furniture look, wait wait i mean when i initially bought this this was like two rooms so there was a wall here so So it's
2: your classic sort of knock through sitting
1: room except there's nothing to sit on no there's (laughs) nothing to sit on um so i will show you the first first element mind your backs
2: I'm like, I'm not the line. Oh. Uh, and down comes the wall. Yes.
1: Is that called a Murphy bed? I was bed? not That's expecting uh, that. It's basically so. This is a wall bed. I worked with this amazing carpenter called Bee Cabinetry, and I said, "I've got all these crazy ideas. Are you up for it?" And he said okay, (laughs) but one of them I needed a bed which could disappear because this space has to function like an office space, or it has to function like a big playroom. I've got my kids over, or just like I need space. This is a small flat; it's not big, so I really wanted. Okay, in the evening I can sleep here. But during the day, I can put it away and nobody would know
3: any better. So this is a brilliant bed that's just been levered down from the wall. So it looked like kind of like concealed wardrobe, I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, but yeah, the bed's made, like you've got pillows and a duvet and everything's tucked in and you can yeah. literally just jump in there. Yeah, but also there are shelves above
2: the bed with pictures on the shelves. There's a little lamp. So, I mean, mm. it's it's not just a fold down
1: bed. It's turned into a sort of fully functioning hidden bedroom. Yeah. So that's. That is, and then you've got wardrobes on the side. Don't open it because it's just (laughs) stuff. You should see my cleaning. It's like, quick, stuff everything in the (laughs) wardrobe. The girls are coming round. Quick, quick. So that's like this kind of bedroom space. And then because, okay, right now we have one room. At the back of the room, there's a sort
2: of wall of shelves, it looks like. Like bookshelves, basically. So it's a bookcase. Yeah,
1: it's a bookcase. Yeah, one moment.
2: Now, okay. I've seen
1: this before, and Sophie hasn't, so I'm very what, excited. going to be another Rachel's reveal? just
2: run out of the room. Oh, no, oh she's no. coming I'm back. I'm
1: going to take my heels off, because I can't do this in my heels. What is going on? Oh, this, you wait, Sophie. So <gasps> she's now
3: pulling this <gasps> she's shelf. She's the bookcase out. Pulling the bookcase out from the wall. <laughs> it's a um, so, much
2: more
1: graceful way of doing it. So the wardrobe, Are you
3: getting the audio of Rachel grunting as she's pushing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's pushing. The shelves slide out, and we are now wow. in the bedroom with the folds down bed and there is a solid wall of books between us and our producer Kate's head has just fallen off so excuse me while I pick that up and prop it back so on again one
3: big room's now become two yes. so how did you get back from under there you're like a magician ah,
0: show,
1: a
3: little trick. <laughs> show us more so these bookshelves oh. and then you have a fold-down desk.
1: Wow, this is really mind-blowing.
3: Where on earth did you get the idea to do this?
1: I have a design background, so I went to St. Martin's. I didn't study interiors, but I really love... Combining function with aesthetics is like my... You know, I love it. It's So you were like nerding out on this I'm totally, (laughs) oh my goodness, I'm such a nerd. And the carpenter said, okay... I think people's places, if you live in the city, most people just don't use their bedrooms enough. No, they don't, do they? It's like, it's wasted space. I lived in Paris. My first flat in Paris was 15 square metres. I had to make it work as an office, like a
3: room, friends around for dinner. So that's my background. That sort of really kicked off your fame as well, wasn't yeah. it? The idea that you could do all this incredible cooking in such a tiny little Paris kitchen. Yeah. And so it's sort of... you taken that element of being clever with design out of necessity for cooking but then like rolled out every element of interior design
2: it's unbelievably clever and I'm interested yeah. with the carpenter who presumably hadn't done something like this no. before so okay. he was a clever find basically. yeah he was a clever find,
1: I don't know how I found him, via Instagram maybe yeah. you know when you go down a rabbit hole and you yeah. find things, I think that was one of my lucky finds, well we all want his name and number, <laughs> <laughs> I, I might actually marry him, <laughs> So it's show us around oh, the, the side, back. Yeah,
2: come so on. So now through. we leave this perfectly formed little bedroom and we go down the corridor, which is a beautiful <laughs> shade of dark navy blue oh, gloss paint. we yeah.
1: love gloss paint
2: so in a small space. I wasn't
1: sure about dark colours, but then I thought, you know what? I'm going to embrace it. Yeah. I'm going to like embrace it. It's so a concealed door. Yeah, so this... So I thought it was just a row of coat hooks. Yeah, and I was like, I need to hang my my coat somewhere so i thought well why not hang it on the door and then you open it and in we come into the second bedroom
2: so we've come in through the concealed door which looked like it was just a wall of coat hooks and we're now looking at the back of the mobile bookshelf which is dividing this one big room into two rooms and that has the most beautiful Sort of wallpaper on it. It's it's got deer and trees, like a woodland,
3: very Alice in Wonderland to me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I've just got that whole feel. It's it's you know what you've done is hugely practical, (laughs) but actually it feels really magical. Oh,
1: thank you. I think
3: it's because yes, you've got some clever functional ideas, but with the. Bold colour in the hallway, the hidden coat hook disguising the fact this is a door and then this really magical wallpaper makes the whole thing feel yeah, truly magical rather than just like, oh that's a really clever functional idea. (laughs) (laughs) People can get stuck on that bit and not go to the next Scandinavians' form
2: and function are married. One does not come before the other when you're in Scandinavian design.
1: It's really good, actually, when I'm here in London doing meetings or if I've got events, we do a lot of, like, workshops here. So I have my bedroom and I can kind of keep all My stuff in there, but then this like smaller room. If we're filming here, the crew can dump their stuff in here, or if there's a photo shoot going on, they've got space for the props.
2: Uh, but there's also room if the whole family wanted to come for yeah. the weekend because I think you've got a three year old and, and a baby. Yes. How old's the baby? Baby, seven months. Seven months. So you could have the three year old in that single bed. There's room for a cot in yeah. here, plus you and your husband can be in the other yeah, bedroom. Exactly. So I mean, it's perfect, yeah. A, for it's a family great. of
1: four as well. Yeah, and Grandma and Grandpa can sleep on the sofa bed. <laughs> <laughs> There's one of those as well. Oh, wow. Let's go and see. Where do we All go right. next, then? Okay, follow me. Right. So.
0: I
2: love this. So what's behind this beautiful sort of red lacquered, Mirror. It's actually
1: an old telephone
2: box. I was
3: going to say that looks like a telephone it's box telephone to me. Box yeah, it's a so telephone box
1: store that's mirrored. Basically, um, Retruvius is just across the road. That like, would
3: be fatal for so me. So that's <laughs> the really famous
1: reclamation yard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it's a treasure trove. And yeah. they're really good at helping me out with stuff, you know, when I've needed things. Um, and so they mirror, like, old telephone boxes. Um, I so all I all day, wanted yeah. to have... I just wanted to... Yeah, I just wanted to put that on there.
3: I I don't know why. It's a nice feature in because well, everything else is quite minimal, isn't it? Bit, like the yeah, whole yeah. the whole space is painted out really really dark and there's not sort of artwork or pattern no. apart from the floor, which yes. you have to mention, which is this incredible checkerboard. So that's just a really nice feature in here, isn't it? And like yeah. you say, helps bounce the light back around.
1: Exactly. And
2: so
3: what's
1: in behind the telephone uh, box? Ah, uh, no Doctor Who. A it's bathroom. A floor yeah. bathroom in there. Yeah. It is so. It's,
2: it's yeah. so like and the that's Tardis. interesting, isn't it? Because it's effectively a triangle bathroom, mm. but you've still got. I'm going to squeeze in.
3: Can we all get in there? Yeah. I think you get. Like we can all get in there. Go ahead.
2: Right. Where well, I need to
3: stay. Yeah, just because I will stay. sit on the loo <laughs> <laughs> That is the tiniest bath I've ever seen. Yes, that's so it's sweet. It's a miniature sort of slipper bath. Yeah. It's, it's a proper sit up, hug your knees type exactly. bath, isn't it?
2: But it's very deep.
1: It's very so deep so it you could still feel luxurious. It. Yes. I love a bath and I just yeah, I wanted a bathtub. Somebody said, oh, why don't you just do a shower? I'm like, no, I'm going to have a bathtub. <laughs> and, then you've got it,
3: and then you have the shower over the top. Yeah, exactly. You have the shower and you have a handheld shower. I like well. that. I like the fact that this is quite yeah. a small, awkward space. There's no two ways about it. It's, you know, there's hardly a right angle in here. And yet you've still created a really luxurious bathroom. You can. I just think you've got to be clever. That's what I love about design.
1: If you think about things, you can really like be yeah. innovative and, and you don't have to think just because you've got an awkward space doesn't mean you have to miss out. I think that is my philosophy with everything in life. If you're, you have challenges in life, embrace them and, the, and you it can find a solution. more
3: creative often, yes. don't
1: they? So the radiator is quite high up
2: on the wall. There's yeah. one point to make so that you've saved a bit of all space Sort of space like a radiator there. come
3: towel um, warmer, isn't
2: it? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Quite decorative. But, I mean, obviously the bath is small, but it's still luxurious. It's a roll-top, small bath. There's a big shower head. The basin is not particularly small, so you've got everything in here. Yeah. Just on a tiny triangle footprint and then print. sort of very had some clever. real fun with the floor yeah, you've got so this
1: harlequin
3: sort of design Where did
1: get this oh yeah Milagros. Uh, i'm not saying it right they're a mexican tile shop or mexican like shop on the columbia road uh-huh. and they do like lots of fun tiles so it's pink with uh, like a kind of i'd say it's turquoise like um i think we're going to rebrand it neo mint
2: because that's the new fashionable oh, okay. color Blush, mm. Neo Mint, and Ecru. Oh, there you really? go. It's yes. t- 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 right. pink, white, and green, <laughs> isn't it? <Yeah. laughs>
1: so I love the colours on the floor. And then this, um, the finish is just so smooth. What's is that? Is this Tadillac? Yes. Oh, oh Stroke st- the wall. Yes, stroke the wall. You have to stroke It's silky, the wall. isn't it?
2: it is. So it's basically a form of polished plaster, yeah. isn't it? So is that like a waterproof finish? Yeah,
1: it is a waterproof finish. I, I, I kind of went all out on this place. I just thought this is the one time. Yeah. I can do whatever I want because this is my place. And it's not like my home in Stockholm. I have to consider family, yeah. my husband, so no Swedish design. <laughs> it's like, I just have my fun. This is like how I envisage like my space. So this is why
3: I'm like, I just
1: want strokeable walls. Yes.
3: Wow, exactly. <laughs> but again, I think because it's a small bathroom, you're, you're then not having any of those busy grout lines that you would have to have with mm-hmm. tiles otherwise. So yeah. it does actually help create a little sense of, space and calm makes here. it very calm doesn't it mm. yes exactly exactly that. I got a lot of like
1: ideas from hotel like boutique hotels yes. in terms of how they make bijou like shower rooms yes because they don't often have big bathrooms do they yeah but they always make it luxurious and you always feel a bit special and so like, what are what your
3: tips what were you what were well, your the towel of big off the wall
1: the radiator up high yes. I thought that would make uh, makes it a big difference and then not scrimping on finishes like yes. the fact that you've got a lovely wall beautiful tap because just, yeah. it is
2: expensive but you're doing a relatively small
1: area so yeah. you can go all out a bit more exactly. yes. and then these lights you can dim so if you're having oh, a yes, relaxing bath you know you can dim it and make it a bit more cosy so just think about lighting you know because I, I mean who doesn't like a nice soak in the tub yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well me at the moment I've got a horrible beige
3: bathroom at home <laughs> yeah. and it's so
2: beige I can't bear to take yeah. those ideas
1: Okay, and then
2: so we're going right through to the back of the flat now, into a big.
3: Oh, check the soup! Oh, something smells super good in here. So, Rachel, I was secretly hoping you might cook for us, (laughs) and your Christmas wish has been granted. It's all the Christmas fairies coming at once. It's all smelling and just. Yeah. Are we having roast turkey and all the trimmings?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, this is just something I was like, what do I have in my cupboard and what can I make up? So it's a Oh
3: gosh, she's one of those cooks. I, I wish be, I was in one of those co- my co- cupboard that I can just rustle. Yes. We're alright,
1: not So
2: now we're in the back of the flat, which is a big sort of open plan
1: kitchen, dining, sitting space. Yes. I extended to the
3: side. Right. So
1: there was like a traditional side return. So you filled in the side return. Yeah. yeah.
3: I love the way as well. So you've got the bifold doors, so you really do have that connection with the with the back garden, which is more of kind of like a backyard, if you like. Yeah. It's sort of paved with slate. We,
2: we call it a town garden.
3: A town, a town garden is up, up. here in town.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <A> town <laughs> garden.
3: <laughs> you might want to call it you a
2: yard. Darling oh, right in your country, country way. It's not a garden. No, no. <laughs> darling, darling,
3: it's a town garden. All right. <laughs> But what's really clever is the way the kitchen, the run of the kitchen units inside then continue out and you've used the same paint colour, this yes. really lovely mid-green. It's like a it's, really... neo-mint. It's mint It's not as fresh as neo um, mint, is it? It's got a nice...
1: It's called Pea Green by Little Green Paint Company. It's I've like, never seen a pea that colour. No, it's yeah. a gorgeous <laughs> colour. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Um, so um, the kitchen, I worked with Devol, and then the extra bit, like the kitchen outside or the units outside. Actually, Kate, you came round like way before I had that, and we were kind of discussing more well, what should I do with the outside. Oh, don't
3: tell me it was hair ironing. <laughs>
1: Oh, it was painful. inspired.
3: Yeah. I don't like it so much anymore. <laughs> do
1: you know what? I saw it
2: uh, in a recipe book we've got by John Paulson, the minimalist who we've spoken about on the podcast before. And he has that very similar idea where the kitchen cupboards carry on. I think his is divided actually by just a wall of glass. So you get the impression oh, the kitchen yeah. goes on forever. And I'd always loved that. And Rachel was talking about what to do in the back. And I said, oh, I've seen this thing. It's very clever. Um, and I didn't know she
1: was going to do it there. And know, it, it looks great. I've actually, because I'm here so little, so I had to combine, I've got wild grass and then I've got some fake grass to kind of make Help it, it always look yes, green. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't tell, can you? When you mix real and faux together, you very often can't tell. I can't tell yeah. from here. And I'm not going out there to poke a <laughs> <parents. laughs> Actually, I'm a big fan of faux. Um, so the hedge outside the front door is like a faux hedge.
3: Well, like a box hedge. Yeah, box hedge. So um, that's clever, isn't it? So then you always get the greens. Yeah. Yeah. You're not close up. If you don't go close up, it's okay. So you wouldn't then have faux in the house you just have it on no the- I kind of keep it outside where it's a distance yeah exactly okay, that's a tip with that. although
1: I do have uh, paper flowers but paper flowers or something those different. are so pretty
2: I noticed those I went to smell one <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're sort of crepe paper roses yeah, aren't they yeah so this Very amazing clever. lady called pom pom factory who makes them in she's based in Shoreditch and I found her on Instagram and I was just like oh, oh they're like works of art I love your flowers and she does a lot of installations and I just like I need to solutions for this space i'm i'm not here yes so you need something that isn't going to die yeah exactly mixing up but this kitchen is built with okay it's my dream kitchen but it's super functional with the island in the middle so if you're filming shooting you've got natural light with the roof um windows you've got natural light coming from the bifold doors which is what you want when you're shooting cookbooks
2: what's your Top tip for, and maybe we're going back to your first book, The Little Paris Kitchen where it wasn't necessarily designed around filming, but it was a very small kitchen. What are your top tips now for someone who has a very small kitchen, yeah. wants and needs it to be highly functional, doesn't need to necessarily worry about the film crew, but yeah. what, what are the things they need to think so, about?
1: I always think I love open shelving yeah. and then have beautiful pots. Like I have my favourite yellow pot, which I use. Mm-hmm. I have my teapot. Which has a tea cosy. So your objects which you use every day in the kitchen, you actually they're uh, close to hand. They're close yeah. to hand. But they're Come also part of the decor. They're part of the decor because they look great. If yeah. you've got an ugly, I don't know, some ugly pot, you don't want to put it out. But if yeah. you've not got, your Tupperware, not That's your Tupperware, <laughs> so use
3: jars. You know, fill. so you've got lots of Kilner jars here, for exactly. ingredients, ingredients and teas and coffees. There's a, the Marmite's on display radio, but it makes it feel very homely. Yeah, and it's. Obviously, it is beautifully styled. It does look lovely in here. But at the same time, you can see this is a cook's kitchen. This is a working kitchen. You know, you're creating meals in Mm. here, not just posing for Instagram. No, Which I think is nice. It feels really authentic. But as well as the... um, open shelving which is sweet there's also masses of cupboards right so
1: the first one we've got obviously the oven and, and so an eye level oven yeah that is such
3: a good idea i I'd quite like an eye level oven i'm sick of scrubbling around on the floor what's your view <laughs> to like stoves versus eye level uh, ovens what do you see, think See, i'm about
1: to redo my kitchen in stockholm and i'm actually gone for like a range cooker because i'm not filming there because if you're filming, you always want an of oven, course. like an eye level. Yeah, you, you can't know. have
3: the cameraman on the floor with no, you. No, not really. really. want too
1: many shots of your bum? <laughs> yeah, it's not ideal. Um, so next to the oven, there is the fridge, which is half empty, just because I'm not here that often. And then on the next cupboard, we have, uh, well, look, this is kind of my KitchenAid toaster cupboard. It's got all these... But there are extra shelves on the door. Yes, this is what I, like, said to Devol Kitchens. I told them, my cleaning bottles are all this height. Can you make them to fit
3: that oh my god i want that and yeah, <laughs> i just want that so that's like putting little narrow profile shelves on the back of the door for all your cleaning products so the yes. shelves in the cupboard are slightly narrower yeah so that you can have a shelf on the door exactly because you never got the stuff at the back anyway no exactly so, so these are 60 centimeter deep units. you know
1: i keep on harking about function design has to be aesthetics plus function otherwise it's not good enough yeah so this is one of the features i am very proud of which are my kind of movable tables and you can adjust the heights so it's about the table is about a meter by 60 centimeters it's a brass top which you can pump up so you can raise it up to bar level or you lower to any height you want and it's got wheels on it so you can move them around And they are three of them. So basically... They look very industrial, like they're used for sort of lifting. Yeah, I'll I'll explain why. Okay. Uh So for me, design is about problem solving. So I had this problem. I don't have a huge space, but I need extra work surface. So I need tables which are work surface height. I also need dining room tables for entertaining. And I also need a coffee table. So... I need all these functions, but it needs to be able to move around. And in a it, limited space In a as limited well. space. This is not the
3: most massive room ever. No.
1: and it needs to look good. So I found a place in, I don't know where, somewhere in the north of England, who do, like, metal um, surfaces to order. Oh, I know. I think they're called metalsheets.co.uk. Yeah. <laughs> I've got all their samples in one of my <laughs> kitchen drawers. <laughs> so basically, I gave them measurements, say so i want these work surface this size so you base. knew you wanted a brass top yeah. basically and that yeah. goes with it's the got handles lovely patina
3: to it on i really the kitchen, like the way it? that it's sort of got yeah um, that's yeah. taken three years yes yeah, <laughs> nice. did it just look quite shiny super shiny Oh, so, so that did, did you panic your a bit? look at all gave no like really super shiny so you've had to really live with it until but it's
1: that's great because i didn't worry about making a mess. yes that's <laughs> super messy so this like obviously you've got wheels so you can move it around and then um you can pump it up oh, make with it a higher. foot pump so what it is is i was trying to work out okay how do i find how can i find <laughs> oh, something which does this and i was like i looked at a hairdresser table and I'm like hairdresser table was just not gonna take the weight and then i found a motorcycle hydraulic lift is that what this is yeah
3: Oh, And then my. you can lower it, you know. Oh, my goodness. It's so hilarious. clever, isn't it? How much fun are your kids going to have with this? So, so that's yeah. right down to perfect coffee
2: table height. Yeah.
3: And then you just pump it up. Exactly. And so then there are two behind us, which are... So they could all join together. Yeah, I'm they imagining. could all join together. So this is your own unique design. Yeah, I just stuck it together. I love it. Your whole house is like a workout. <laughs> <laughs> I Every mean, <what> room you go <laughs> into, <guaranteed? laughs> you don't need weights or a bench press or anything. You just need to rearrange your furniture. Yeah, the
2: coup workout. <laughs> so that's full height, and that is proper yeah. work top height. It's, like it's brilliant. Height, isn't it? like, yeah.
1: You could do it. So <coughs> it's quite fun when you have people around in the evening. You can create a tapas bar. You know, you put them up against the island. So it makes, you're effectively making the island look bigger yes. seamlessly. Yeah. 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 So it's really social. You're cooking, you can chat, they can, you know, drink. Do you need me to give you a hammer? No, no, it's all right. I'll do this. It's I'm good. a bit like stuck. So I'm just making a kind of really warm, comforting, slightly spicy bean stew. And then it's going to have some. Um, cheese on top and then some like green a bit of crunchy um, pumpkin seeds and some avocado then you can put some mm-hmm. uh, like jalapenos on top and uh, a little bit of greek yogurt just to kind of bring I think i'm gonna <laughs> say it, it's like wow. real comfort food so it's vegetarian but if you take out the dairy then you, wow. it could easily be vegan and so when it comes to entertaining I have, over the years, it's become more and more uh, frequent that people say, I don't eat this, I don't eat that. And I just hate having to cook several different dishes. So I often like to make a base dish where you um, like a bean stew or like some kind of vegetarian stew. And then you can have all these different toppings. So so you could have like, for instance, you could have some crunchy uh, smoked bacon. Like if you wanted to, or some shredded roast chicken, as that Like if you wanted to add some animal protein to this, if you had meat eaters. That's so like, very clever. And also
2: I can imagine at Christmas when everybody turns up with a different food intolerance or desire <laughs> or dislike. Yeah. That's actually a really clever way of doing it. I mean, do you, do you cook traditionally at Christmas? Um, or what's your tradition? Is it Malaysian?
1: Is it Parisian? Is it Swedish? It depends which country you're in. But <laughs> at the moment, we're mainly in Sweden for Christmas. And so Christmas Eve is the big yeah. celebration. So we usually do seafood from the West Coast, because the West Coast is really known for like the lobster, the crab, prawns. So we do like a seafood platter. And then Christmas Day, it's the whole extended family over for a real traditional Swedish dish called Lutfisk. Now, Lutfisk is a a white fish which is dried and salted. Mm. And yes, exactly. Uh, My mother-in-law makes it. I don't make it. And you rehydrate it and you bake it and the texture ends up like jelly. (gasps) Wow. Mm. and then you have that creamy sauce and you have pot- boiled potatoes and you have meatballs and you have all these extra sides um that's what my mother-in-law does and i make the desserts. so i oh, do go cook. on what's
3: rachel Q dessert okay be so this
1: one Christmas? of my favorites is to do something really fresh um so i do a lemon and
3: dill parfait Oh, it's actually. I should think the sort of citrus freshness yeah. of that's really nice after all that jellied fish.
1: Exactly, and it cleanses. <laughs> yeah, you know, no. like you want something which cleanses the palate, and also you can make it's it. In one advanced. way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be politically correct here. <laughs> so um, you can make it in advance, even a week beforehand. So just have it in your freeze and take it half an hour out before you need it. Um, then I like to make uh, gingerbread. So I make gingerbread cookies and then i crumble the leftover dough and i make a pear
3: and gingerbread crumble oh now you're talking this is it for me now it's all about the puddings. yeah
1: and then you scoop lots of vanilla ice cream and then you put the vanilla ice cream and you top with the gingerbread biscuits you've cut out, there's decoration. a photo. it's a photo in the cookbook, basically, to yeah. show you how. But
3: it's a really simple idea. So that's idea. in the little Swedish kitchen. Yeah, that recipe. exactly. Oh, I might do that. So is that because I'm no like chef? Is that yeah. quite that sounding like it's You can even quite cheat because you, I'm sure you could oh, buy the ice cream. <laughs> okay, obviously, obviously you can buy, buy the ice, ice cream, cream. But
1: if you really want to simplify it in Sweden, you can buy ready-made gingerbread dough and you just roll out and you cut out the cookies. And that's, that's a good. fun
3: thing to do with the kids as yes, well, right? Exactly
1: otherwise the dough recipe it's not that hard to do so gingerbread like those spices are just quintessentially christmas yes. you know not just in sweden but also where my mum's from in austria that is like that kind of germanic christmas spices whereas in the uk i think mince pies yes yeah that's british christmas for me so, um, Christmas tree, well, Sweden, there are lots of trees, so we just try and find the least wonkiest tree in the forest. What, am going to pick your own? <laughs> yeah, we pick our own. Wow. So, um, you know what, I've got matchy-matchy plates, but if you open up my drawer, then Go you on, find... Go which drawer? Actually, this one here, you see all them mismatched. Oh, mismatch. really um, And again, quite vintage.
3: These are f- when I was uh, in Bordeaux. They're Mordeaux. French, aren't are not they so as somebody who enjoys cooking and entertaining hmm. you know do you find yourself collecting quite a lot of servedware and dishes have you oh,
1: but I was in Japan recently and I bought way too much <laughs> it was awful i i just i can't help myself but i love the mismatch yeah i don't care about it
3: if i like it then i'll just buy it and and do and you sort of attach memories to things like you're just saying you've picked up those plates in bordeaux because i've i've done that do you know unbelievably i've got a collection of plates from thailand Ooh. that i bought on my first ever trip to thailand i was 20 We were just in a market. It was a family holiday. I was there with my parents, and they were a penny a plate. And they went to every university digs I've ever been to, every house I've ever had to, and I've still got them. And they're not especially grand. Like, they were probably seconds. But it's the memory and the fact that I've managed to keep them for what must be now 25 years I've had them. It's incredible, isn't it?
1: Now, I I love... um... I love the fact that you can attach memory. That's why I say, well, you don't have to have ugly stuff in the kitchen. You can combine function with beautiful things. And then you don't waste the space. Because if you have a small kitchen, you might as well have nice things. Well, it gives you pleasure to use them, doesn't it? And some of the jobs in the kitchen, certainly as far as I'm
2: concerned, can be a bit of a chore. So if you've got nicer plates to do it with or, you know, nicer equipment, it makes it a bit less of a chore, doesn't it? So Sweden is, if Christmas is on Christmas Eve, does Father Christmas come or does he, is that St. Nicholas and he comes at the beginning of December? No, Father
1: Christmas, Tomte, Uh comes on uh, Christmas Eve. Right. Yes. Busy night then, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) And they leave porridge out for Tomte. Oh right. So but he that gets a bowl him. Of porridge. <laughs> <laughs> not, he doesn't Net get to like... self not moving to Sweden for <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> he usually is super scary. So all the small kids cry, basically. it's oh, Scary. Well like he cause this old man randomly turns at the doorstep, you know. Oh, what, does someone actually get dressed up? Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So somebody actually gets dressed
3: up. The whole thing's a bit spooky. I remember Arthur at some point, I mean, he's eight now, but at some point he was... Realise the concept of a grown man coming down our chimney in the middle of the night and breaking into our house such actually really Well, Freaky. no, but I remember I'm I quite
2: scared about that thought I wouldn't have my stocking in my bedroom when I was a child I had it on the landing I remember saying to my mother at the age of four I'm not having that old man in my bedroom
3: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look at this food, it's looking amazing Always, um, uh,
0: I'll
1: let everybody Oh, I forgot to put the brake on on the table
0: <laughs> It's like uh,
1: I think I actually need to pump one up
3: so what we've got here is a beautiful dish with the stew in, and then there's like a scattering of salad leaves and some rocket going on. A big, lovely dollop. Is that yogurt or crème yeah, fraîche? Greek, Greek, Greek yogurt. yogurt. Sorry, let me shavings just... of cheese. Oh my god, it looks delicious. Right,
1: if anybody wants some chili, I'm
2: going in with the chilies. Um, I think they can only uh, be a good thing. Uh,
1: yeah. Anyway, bon app, as they say. Gorgeous, thank oh, you so much. What's the response? Bon app back. Yeah. Or sparkling water, teat. What? Sparkling water, teat. Sparkling water. That means like enjoy your food in Swedish. Oh Perfect. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
3: So we've just had the most gorgeous lunch. Thank you, Rachel, it's given me such a boost. It was really delicious. And just to recap on some of the things we've discussed throughout this episode, I think one of the things that really jumped For me, touring your beautiful home is if you've got a small bathroom, do not skimp on the luxury. Those little kind of finishing touches and details are so, so important. And even if you've got a small bathroom, you can have a lovely tub and have a soak. I thought it was brilliant. And generally, because your house is quite compact and you are the master of small space living, I was really impressed how you think outside the box, and so many items in your home are multifunctional. So I thought that's a really good take home tip. And then finally, I was really inspired by the fact that you cook one meal for everybody, be that like some lovely hearty vegetarian stew and then it's all the toppings that you can then bring to it so regardless of age or food tolerances or your own preferences everybody can have a little bit of something that they like yes I mean if you want to make it even more Christmassy a little
1: bit more special you can go like down the caviar and the smoked salmon route. you know just go a bit more luxurious with the toppings I mean this was a very everyday kind of stew but you can totally like go
2: all make out for more Christmas more
3: luxurious yeah. Yes.
1: So and the other
2: little tip actually I've picked up from that lunch if you're cooking for vegetarians and you haven't got vegetable stock then uh, Rachel at lunch put in a teaspoon tablespoon of Marmite as flavoring which is a really good way to add flavor bit boost oomph. bit of oomph to a vegetarian dish right now it's that time it's that time <laughs> I want to know Rachel what is your design
1: crime oh you guys are going to love this one <laughs> that probably means I am and she won't. <laughs> oh, I don't know, hold on. Um, I have a very white house in Stockholm. It's Stockholm white. Well, the walls, it's the law, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the walls are all white, everything is white. Um, yeah, so unfortunately. Well, and, that, and, that, and that's a design crime for you? Well, I don't know. I like, I love colour, but unfortunately, I live
3: in Sweden with a Swedish husband, so it's very different. Maybe the design crime is the entire nation of Sweden for their love affair <laughs> with white. <laughs> <laughs> um, Star of the Scandies.
1: <laughs> I would love to have more colour. We're going to have a new kitchen, which is going to be a very dark green. Ooh, Ooh lovely! Yeah. Nice. So stay tuned on my Instagram. I'll be sharing that. Talking of Instagram, Rachel, you are Rachel Cooks, K H O O K S, and you are. So you know I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and interiors oh yes and i'm mad about the house and of course you're dying to see lots and lots of pictures of this wonderful space and don't worry because we have taken lots and there will be on our blogs
3: madaboutthehouse.com and sophierobinson.co.uk do look out for rachel's book the little swedish kitchen i'd like it if someone popped that in my christmas stocking i have to say there's still time And (laughs) and i know you're all in a frantic christmas rush right now but if you do have a quiet moment at some point over the next few days perhaps snuggled out with a mince pie and a lovely interior design or even a cookbook in a stunningly styled living room i'm setting the scene here aren't i do pop on to your podcast app and leave us a glittering review that will fill me and kate with plenty of festive cheer
2: We've had an absolute blast making
3: this show this year,
2: and we're so grateful to you for all of the support and enthusiasm. Which means we are looking forward to a fabulous six series in 2020. So,
1: finally, thank you so
2: much, Rachel, for
1: thank having you. us. Thank <laughs> you. I had such a fun time. Isn't Can I gorgeous? come on every day? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'll, I'll be yes.
2: yours. I'll if cooks. you cook like that, <laughs> <laughs> show
1: cooks are brilliant.
3: <laughs> You're booked. <laughs> and thank you to all of you, to our lovely sponsors, John Lewis, and to our producer. Kate Taylor and Happy Happy Christmas.
0: Christmas!